Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 416. I love the holidays, and we are in the holiday season. I enjoy this time of year because of family, faith, giving, receiving, and holiday travel. Yep, I'll say it again. I do enjoy holiday travel, but not everybody does. Some don't enjoy the chaos of the mass transit systems, the bedlam at the airports, and the sheer number of us out and about, but I love it. Some just plain don't like holiday travel because of the upheaval to our lives, our body clocks, and what being in new places means to our digestion and overall health. It is really easy to overlook good health when we travel. Today's show is another great one in our Travel Land Food and Travel interview series, and we're speaking with travel health expert on nutrition, diet, lifestyle, balance, and a registered nurse, Stacy Kosky. Stacy Kosky is a travel health nurse consultant at Passport Health and works with Passport Health customers all over the world to educate and advise on vaccinations, immigration health, and advanced medical travel-related education. Stacy Kosky is the founder of Balanced Nutrition and Bliss Entourage and works to implement tools into your life that guide us to better travel health. Travel during the holidays is always an exciting and also stressful time, and we can make it easier or harder on our body depending on the choices that we make in terms of how we indulge in food and what we take in terms of supplementation to increase our immune system and support our bodies, and also what kind of exercise that we try to slowly navigate into our day-to-day as we are conducting our travels and adventures for the holidays. That, of course, is our guest today, travel health expert and registered nurse, Stacey Kosky. Today's show focuses on the splendid idea of sandy beaches, majestic mountains, and exciting adventures that await us, all of which follow the often cramped road trip, delayed airplane flight, or choppy cruise. But health is one thing that shouldn't be set aside when you're trying to sidetrack your daily responsibilities for a little rest and relaxation. So. Stacy Kosky will share some tips and tricks that health professionals have for three popular vacation travel options, cars, planes, and cruises. Please join me in welcoming back to the Not Old Better show, health travel expert, Stacy Kosky. Stacy Kosky, travel expert and travel health expert. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. It is always great to talk to you, and especially this time of year. It's our, our holiday season, and so I have I have a lot of questions for you today about travel health and your tips and recommendations. But let me just start with just kind of this general idea. I think many of my audience are going to be traveling this holiday season. They're going to be gathering in their caravans and taking grandchildren on road trips. And the wintertime is a really nice time to do that. You can kind of be in the warm car together. You can be going about and getting things done, and you can maybe travel a little distance together. Well, what what are the things that we might consider when we're traveling by car to get to our, our destinations and, and, and not indulge in those fast food temptation distractions? <laughs> because I think healthier travels are, and certainly healthier choices as we travel are best. So maybe give us some examples. Yeah, of course. Well, traveling, especially in the car or even on a train or a plane, preparation is so important. 
And there's lots of things that we can travel with that are snacks or food that help us be full and satisfied as we're on our journey so that we're not tempted by the more fast food oriented options that exist at a gas station or along the roadside or in an airport even. Um, Some of those ideas are some things like nuts and seeds or vegetables like carrots or celery in a little cooler in the back seat. Apples and bananas are great. And then there's also slightly more processed foods like uh, granola bars or power bars that have five ingredients in them. Um, Lara bars is one of the products I really like because they're made out of dates. But it's important to have these foods with us because when we get really hungry, then we're going to indulge in whatever's around. Whereas if we're able to keep our body satiated throughout our journey, then we're going to make more conscious decisions as we're traveling. Even in the airport, more and more of the airports are popping up with places where you can make your own salad or get a smoothie and trying to gravitate towards those options are one going to keep you in a better mood because your sugar is going to stay stabilized. And also it's going to keep you feeling full and satisfied. So you're not going to get that hangry, (laughs) that really cute keyword that we hear a lot um, as we're traveling. So we're going to be way more pleasant with each other while we're riding around in close quarters in a car. And that's super important. I mean, quality time is about being happy together, right? So So by filling our body with nutrient-dense foods, we can achieve that so much better. That's that's those are excellent ideas and, and great choices. Hydration is kind of the other issue on my mind because food is one part of it, but staying hydrated is especially important after being seated in a car or an airplane for an extended period of time. And so, what what are the possible health concerns that um, that that we should bear in mind when we're traveling like that uh, with respect to just staying hydrated? That's a good question, and it's something that I talk to my patients about a lot. Hydration is probably one of the most neglected things in terms of people's health, believe it or not. Um, and ironically, dehydration, when you feel dehydrated, you've already been dehydrated for a few hours. So that's also kind of scary. Um, but some of the health concerns are UTIs for people, uh, blood clots believe it or not, are associated with dehydration because your volume level is low, so your blood is clotting more, um, and that can result in scary, scary things like pulmonary embolisms and strokes. Um, but And then even from a vanity perspective, if you're dehydrated, your skin is going to be more wrinkly and you're not going to have as good of skin trigger. You're also going to feel more tired again, which is not good when we're traveling and needing energy to get from point A to point B. And um, dehydration actually is generally the reason why people feel really, really tired. Um, Another component of hydration is it's not just about drinking water either. Uh, Electrolytes are extremely important. So having things like coconut water or even electrolyte replenishment tabs that you have once a day or every other day with you as you're on your journey is also super important because it allows your body to uptake that water hydration into your cells more readily. Um, So that is also extremely important. And hydration can also come from vegetables and smoothies as well. 
And I want to talk about the other side of that too, real quick, if that's okay, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is the things that dehydrate you. Mm. So if most people don't realize that, yes, coffee is made with water, (laughs) (laughs) but it has caffeine in it. So for every eight ounces of coffee that you have, you need 16 ounces of water to put you at zero. Now you're not even Mm. in the plus category yet. And that's another problem when people travel is, okay, maybe they are drinking water, but they're also drinking a lot more coffee or soda or alcoholic beverages while they're traveling. And those all dehydrate us. So alcohol, things with sugar like sodas and juices, um, and then caffeine, all dehydrate us. So for every eight ounces of a dehydrating beverage, we need 16 ounces of a hydrating beverage like water, coconut water, something like that to get us at zero. And then we have to hydrate from there. So all these health issues that I discussed are, you know, definitely concerning. So I I mean, even just being tired while you're driving or trying to get from on a plane from point A to point B, it can be challenging when you're when you're dehydrated for sure. That is very helpful to to hear, especially about getting back to the plus side. I think that's something that I never really have thought about it that way. And I think the other thing that my audience certainly is going to be on the on the minds of my audience is this idea of combining exercise with good food and hydration as we travel. It's hard to get exercise when you're when you're traveling. It's especially hard to do that on a plane. But at the airport, there are probably some things you can do while driving. You can stop and stretch a little bit. But what else should we be mindful about and uh, and know from you as uh, as we travel with regard to exercise? Exercise is such a key point of traveling because it helps with circulation. So like, and it helps our body to move. So if we get sit in a plane for fifteen hours, we're going to get so this and getting up and moving is so key but it also helps with circulation again we talked quite a bit about circulation today but it's so important because it's how we get oxygen to our brain and to, to the different vital organs and by making our heart work harder and making our lungs work we're circulating our system more and more so in the airport I mean when I go to the airport if I have a long layover I do laps I walk hmm. with my luggage because it adds extra weight and I make sure I wear appropriate shoes when I'm traveling so that I can walk the airport and I'll walk one terminal and then I'll walk the next and I'll walk around and check stuff out. Also a great way to scan to see where the healthy food options are in the airport mm-hmm. and way better for you than sitting at a restaurant um, for the two hour layover, eating salty foods and drinking alcohol um, or coffee. So that's an option. Also at a rest stop, it's great to get out. And even if you don't do anything crazy, you could still go for a little walk, doing lunges or just doing simple air squats, which pretty much anyone can do. You don't, I used to make my nine year old grandmother do them at, at, um, at, gas stations because I thought it was great and she'd just hold on to the car door and she'd do little squats but it got her legs Mm. moving got her Mm -hmm. circulation moving and in our legs that's where we pool our most of our blood Mm. so by moving our glutes and our quad muscles we really are going to help instill circulation because those are our biggest muscles in our body so you know targeting the biggest muscles is the best we are with Stacy Koski. Stacy Koski is a travel health nurse consultant at Passport Health. 
Stacy Kosky is also the founder of Balanced Nutrition and Bliss Entourage and works to implement tools into our lives that guide us to better travel health. Stacy, it's always so great to talk to you. I want to dive in and talk about something a little bit more specific, and that's vitamins and supplements that we might take. And zinc and vitamin C come to mind because they're often recommended for travel to kind of ward off colds and help us maybe, uh, you know, be our best in, in some of those travel stress conditions. But what are some other products that are great for travel to help avoid, say, traveler's diarrhea, for example? Well, traveler's diarrhea is such a big one. And it's a fancy word for basically food poisoning. Mm -hmm. um, because when we travel, we're outside of our normal routine of the places that we eat and where we shop. So we're getting exposed to microbes that we maybe are not used to. And our gut is this special um, system that has other bugs in it that kind of fight and keep the balance in our body. Uh, actually, one of my favorite products for traveler's diarrhea, especially for international travel, is a product called Travelon mm -hmm. because it's a prevention. And with traveler's diarrhea in the past, when I was practicing, we had to use an antibiotic to treat traveler's diarrhea, which antibiotics serve their purpose. They kill off the bugs that have gotten into our digestive system so they can't continue to manifest and grow. But that antibiotic also kills some of the good bugs in our stomach. Travel on, it's a prevention. It actually, you take the pill before the meal that you eat, each meal, and it actually encapsulates that stuff and pulls it out of the body before it even can start to manifest in the system and cause the traveler's diarrhea. So essentially it prevents you from getting traveler's diarrhea, which I don't know who wouldn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like amazing. Mm -hmm. Prevention is key, right? Mm -hmm. That's what all this is about is preventing these health issues. So I think that that's an amazing product. Um, other things that are great too for travel, black elderberry syrup mm -hmm. is an amazing immune system booster as well. I was fortunate to be up on my, um, family's farm in northern Minnesota and they had tons of black elderberry mm -hmm. trees and so we were harvesting the berries to make syrup out of them um, but you can easily not you don't have to forage for them you can easily buy that at a health food store and it comes in dehydrated capsules or in the liquid so if you're traveling where you can't bring liquid on a plane you can always carry with the capsules and those are also fantastic for helping to keep the immune system boosted because we want to keep our immune system strong and keep our gut healthy and strong as, as well. So I think vitamin C are amazing. Travel on to prevent traveler's diarrhea is amazing. And then black elderberry to help to naturally support and boost the immune system so our body can do what it's supposed to do is amazing. Because that's something people don't realize is it doesn't, it's not that you're not getting exposed the microbes that cause you to get sick. It's that you have enough, I always visualize it as little warrior men in your uh -huh. body that are able to fight off the invaders. Mm -hmm. So we're constantly getting exposed to invaders, but we've got really strong army men in our system that can battle those and kill them before they kind of start to take over our system and cause the illness in our body. Thank you for that. That's very helpful. The, uh, the, the tips uh, uh, about Traveland and Black Elderberry, uh, we'll put links up to where you can find out more information about both of those, but th those, are, those are just great ideas. Well, Stacey Kosky, we've talked about 
road trips and and travel by car. We've talked a little bit about airline travel. I want to bring up another popular vacation destination, and that's talking a little bit about cruising. And cruises are popular, certainly, with uh, my audience taking grandchildren. Um, they accompany their grandparents, and they just have these these great, great trips together. But it's a very closed environment. You're on board a ship together, and sometimes there are some issues around food poisoning that occur. We've certainly seen that in the press. So what are your recommendations about cruise travel and uh, specifically onboard medical care? So with cruises, especially in my practice, I always remind people just because you're on a cruise doesn't mean that you are protected from all diseases, especially when people travel to international countries. People think because, oh, well, I'm going on a cruise and I'm not going to be eating on shore or I'm not going to be doing a lot of on, I'm not like staying on the countries, you know, like Brazil or Kenya or something like that. I don't have a risk. That's not necessarily true because these ships are, you're still getting exposed. You're still exposed to people from all around the world. And I highly encourage people that when you're going on a cruise, especially an international cruise, that you consult with a travel health specialist, someone who is well-versed in um, travel medicine in the countries that you're traveling to. And they'll guide you into what is the best recommendations in terms of vaccinations and what medications you may need. Because, I mean, things that come from mosquitoes, just because you're on a cruise ship doesn't mean that mosquito can't fly over onto the boat (laughs) because they're airborne and they carry Mm -hmm. a lot of diseases. Um, And then outside of that, you know, hand washing, not touching your face, being mindful of what you're eating. Those are all super important uh, well health practices. Hand washing has been proven hands down as the number one prevention of disease. Anyone that you talk to, any infectious disease physician that you speak with will tell you your best way to prevent disease is to wash your hands diligently. Hand sanitizer is also a great option, um, but they say generally between five to seven times after application of hand sanitizer, you need to wash your hands. You cannot exclusively use hand sanitizer. Um, As of yet, there's no product out there that I know of that you can use repetitively without ever using soap and water. Um, Avoiding contact with your face, encouraging grandchildren to not touch their mouth, their face, their eyes, all of those things help to also prevent um, illness while you're on a cruise. Um, And then eating foods that are cooked is also key. I always say when you're traveling, especially when you're on more of an international trip, be on the non-salad diet. (laughs) Most people are trying to get themselves Mm. on the salad diet, you know, eating lots of salads Mm -hmm. and things like that. When we're traveling internationally, it is always key to eat things that are cooked so that they cook off a lot of the things that could be offensive to the body. Um, It doesn't eliminate all risk. That's where some of the other things we've talked about today come into play, but it does help to uh, limit some of the risk and same thing with water and teas and things like that. Um, Those are also important. And in regards to onboard medical care, most cruises have some sort of medical team. All cruise lines are different. So it makes it a little bit harder to speak about knowing exactly what each cruise has to offer. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always an option to contact the cruise line ahead of time and ask 
what kind of medical care they have because some of the cruises that are longer cruises, the ones that are four or five months where you're living on the cruise ships, those tend to have more medical support, whereas other ones don't. So traveling with your own, I'll call it an arsenal of well health and protection is not a bad idea. So things to think about. And, you know, that's where I circle back to talking to somebody who's well-versed in travel medicine will help you with that because you will be prepared if something happens. Whereas if you go in blindly and assume, oh, well, I'll just get help when I'm there if something happens, there may not be that. So if you're prepared, I'm, I'm always going to be the person that believes in being prepared is the better option, though. I like that, too, the, uh, the non-salad diet. I think that's a, that's, a, that's a good one for all of us to think about sometimes, <laughs> especially when we're traveling. Uh, last question for you, Stacey Koski. Sleep is also essential, of course. And, and when we combine some of this together, exercise, hydration, the proper medical precautions as you're, as you're talking about, planning and eating healthy and sleep, those all offer the best travel outcomes. Do you have any other tips that will prepare us for kind of some pleasant holiday travel? I would say just go into each trip with a lack of expectation and with a well-rounded knowledge of anything that could come up. Traveling is fun and exciting and things happen. And when we can approach our trips with peace and know that no matter what, it's always going to be the best outcome. And we've prepared the best that we could before the trip. And now we've just got to go and see what happens. It creates such a peaceful and exciting adventure for all. Um, My only other tip always for clients is be mindful of where you are and what you're packing. Everywhere in the world, there's a potential risk for danger and so if we're on our game and we're aware of our surroundings and we're not wearing super fancy jewelry leave that stuff at home (laughs) Um, we make ourselves less of a target and we just cruise through our beautiful trip and vacation with a lot of peace and joy and happiness and and it's just fun because that's what travel should be right fun great idea and uh great way to sum up Uh, stacy koski uh, registered nurse and working at Passport Health and Balanced Nutrition and Bliss Entourage. We're talking to you during the holidays. We really appreciate your your generous time and just all of these great ideas for holiday travel because because absolutely it should be fun. But Stacy Koski, our best to you. Happy holidays. Thanks again for your time today. Thanks, Paul. I always love coming on. Well, we certainly love talking to you. So be well and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Happy holidays, everyone. My thanks to Traveland for their help in arranging today's show, and my special thanks to Stacy Koski, RN, and travel health expert for Passport Health, Balanced Nutrition, Bliss Entourage, for her excellent tips and guidance about holiday travel. My thanks to you, our special Not Old Better Show audience. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Happy holidays, everybody.